Okay, Alexander. We are live. Let me just well, first of all, how are you how are you doing this Saturday morning? I'm doing very as, well. <laughs> Personally, as I check I'm, the stream, as I check the stream, how are you doing? I'm doing perfectly well. I'm doing very well, actually. Um, um obviously, um exciting events going on in Russia, which we will have to talk about. Exciting is I think understatement, but anyway. Um, but other than that, I'm doing extremely well and um obviously um um, looking after things and was looking forward to enjoying a nice quiet Saturday but it doesn't look as if this is going to come but there it is yeah yeah I agree with you some interesting uh, news well everyone was talking about a second front is it going to be yeah. Moldova is it going to be uh, yeah. Georgia yeah. looks like uh, the second yeah. front is, yeah. is happening somewhere in on the road from Rostov to Varonish or God knows yeah. where but uh, yeah. you know I don't I don't want to make this out to be this this huge coup that everyone no. is talking about, no. but uh, we'll, we'll discuss it uh, for about 20 minutes. We'll go for 20 minutes. We'll do a hard stop. Mm. Uh, we have a few questions. We'll try to answer questions, but yeah. let's just let's just dissect yeah. what's what's happening yes. here, Alexander. Yes. A quick hello to everyone that's watching us on all the platforms and a quick hello and thank you to everyone on uh, on, on Locals. Odyssey, Rumble, Big Shoot, uh, Telegram, uh, where else? YouTube, Rockfin, and uh, thank you to our moderators. Hello, Sanjeva. I hope you are doing very well today. It's good to see you here. And thank you to everyone that sent us uh, questions, comments before the show. Uh, Alexander, I'm just going to give you a couple of very quick takes. Thank you, Dana, for for that uh, super chat. Thank you guys for all your insightful comment. Dan, mm. Dan, Dan Walda, thank you for all your insightful commentary. Thank you, Dan, for uh, for mm. that. Um, look, uh, this is not a coup in my opinion. Mm. It's a unity. Putin gave a speech. He mm. said he's treason. Whatever relationship Putin had with Prigozhin, if they were friends or not friends, whatever it is, Putin has no choice. Mm. He has to uh, he has to deal with this, and he's going to have to deal with this in a very severe manner. That's that's my take after hearing his speech. It looks like the Russian leadership is closing ranks around uh, Putin. Obviously, mm. he has an eighty percent approval rate rating. Mm. Adidas has come out with a statement. He fully supports the government. He said this is this is a treacherous event. This is treason or mm. uh, a stab in the back. I think Adidas said mm. Maria Zaharova. She has called for unity uh, in, in these moments. Mm. Uh, many other. Um, yeah. Uh, officials and governors of, of various regions, they're all uh, supporting Putin. Uh, you know, the what Prigozhin has done is uh, yeah. is a gift to the collective West. And I think that's going to be the main takeaway of all of this. When all of this is said and done, this was a gift to the collective West. It's going to probably uh, lead to uh, the Zelensky regime getting more money and more weapons. I don't even know if they have to do anything now before the NATO yeah. meeting on yeah. in July 11th. Yeah. They've already got their, their talking point. They got their distraction. Yeah. Uh, this this entire conflict from 2014 and even, even before yeah. that has always been about regime change in Russia. And uh, with this action from Prigozhin, in my opinion, this has just now emboldened uh, Newlands and Sullivan's and Blinken and Vanderlei uh, mm. and all of them. They now have a sense that that they are close to a regime change. There are fractures in the Russian military. There are fractures in the Russian government. We're going to hear stories like this now for the next 16 years. Mm. We're going to get stories like this now. This mm. is Ghost of Kiev times 1,000. 
I, I mean, I completely agree. I completely yeah, agree with everything. These are my initial thoughts, Alexander. Yes. So yes. Uh, what, what do you think about everything? Well, I, I not only agree with that, I'm going to just quickly add that it's going to have a very bad effect, a very bad effect on Russia's friends. I mean, you know, the government in Beijing, the Politburo in Beijing, the government in India, the government in Turkey, all of these in Egypt, in Saudi Arabia, they're now going to be asking themselves, how stable is Russia? Can we really count on it? Can we really afford to make long-term deals, deals with this country? Because it looks as if the situation there is much more unstable than we've been led to believe, and that Putin is not in full control. And that is why it is absolutely urgent for him as soon as possible and, you know, in a most decisive way to bring this situation back under control. Now, I'm going to say a few things. First of all, um, I think we do need to make a point, which we've made before many times on many programs. We've got lots of pushback about this. This is not some kind of complicated psyop. This is not Prigozhin and Putin and the Russians playing four-dimensional chess in some way, you know, trying to lure the Ukrainians in by suggesting that there is a weak point in some defense, uh, some defense position or something of that kind. This is nothing like that. Um, I mean, we have been saying pretty much from the outset that Prigozhin's relationship with the leaders of the Ministry of Defense has clearly turned rancid. We've also said that he has behaved throughout, going all the way back to February, in an incredibly insubordinate way that no military system should ever tolerate a commander, because that's what Prigozhin has presented himself as, who says the kind of things about his commanding officers that Prigozhin has been saying. And undoubtedly, for months now, Prigozhin has been going off the rails. It's been a huge mistake by the Russian military leadership not to uh, take steps to rein him in much sooner, in my opinion. We, I mean, we said, we said yeah. in a video, Alexander, two months ago, a month and a half, what did we say in a video? We got a lot of pushback. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but we got mm -hmm. a lot of pushback where we said Russia, now that Artem Moskvah moved, it's like a month ago, a month and a half, yeah. now that it's all been, been settled, they need to deal with Prigozhin absolutely in in a, in, a, in a calm and absolutely stable way, but just deal with it and move on to the next phase. We said that in absolutely. many videos that we did. Absolutely, Sorry. absolutely, absolutely, and they failed to do that, and now we see the mess that we have. And what has clearly happened is that uh, the Russian defense ministry is trying to rein in has been trying to drain in Wagner, has been trying to get them to sign a contract with the Ministry of Defence, which would effectively have taken whatever control Prigozhin still has over Wagner from him. He absolutely categorically refused. The Russian Ministry of Defence pressed him. Putin apparently pressed him to agree. And instead, he's mutinied. And this is exactly what he's done. He's He himself, up to this point... I mean, he's talking all the time and he might say something different. But up to this point, he's not saying that he's going to overthrow Putin. He says that he's going to clear out the defense ministry. He wants to go after Shoigu and he wants to go after Gerasimov. You made this point in your uh, uh, video, which we posted on Locals, that he's got some kind of personal beef with Shoigu, which has clearly become an all-consuming obsession with him. I mean, the two men clearly hate each other. 
The fact that Shoigu never publicly responds to anything that uh, Prigozhin says about him, I suspect, by the way, has made Prigozhin even angrier. Anyway, he's now done this thing, and he's moved troops across the border, as he called it. I mean, you know, by the way, that was a shocking thing for many Russians when he referred to the, you know, the Donetsk border as if it was a state border. But he's moved troops, his troops, such troops as he has into Rostov. He's blockaded the headquarters there. The Russian uh, military has now been given orders to uh, stamp on what he has done. And Putin has now given a speech. And you're quite right in saying that the entire government, the entire political system is now rallying behind Putin. And so, incidentally, from what I can see, we're now starting to see um, evidence that says the civilian population. There's been pictures now appearing of civilians actually uh, um, shouting abuse and criticisms at Wagner fighters in um, Rostov. I've absolutely no doubt that the government will get bring this thing under control. But that doesn't in any way take away from the damage that has been done. And I have to also say, at the end of this, I really do wonder whether Wagner can be allowed to continue to function at all. I would not be surprised myself if it was broken up and, uh, you know, subdivided into other units, because clearly this has been a problem. Now, I'm going to add one last point, which is that over the last few months, the British media has been relentlessly plugging the story that there was going to be a coup in Russia, that Prigozhin was going to lead it, that there was going to be, uh, that this is going to be the beginning of the end of Russia, that this is going to create a crisis there. And now we see all those articles in the British media, they're starting to look prescient. And I have to say, one of the things that has really shocked people in Russia is that one of his comments yesterday, Prigozhin completely went over to the Western side about the war. He said that it wasn't true that Donbass was being bombed, that Donetsk was being bombed. It wasn't true that Ukraine was about to launch an attack to try to capture Donbass in February 2022. Allegedly, the entire war was the work of Shoigu because Shoigu wants to become a marshal. I mean, a crazy idea, by the way. But um, all of this, I have to say, I don't personally know or believe this. But there are already people saying in Russia that it's not a coincidence that this has happened um, in the way that it has. The offensive itself isn't going well. Prigozhin is telling absolutely bizarre stories about this. He says that Ukraine is on the gates of Tokmak, all kinds of things like that. He's making out that the Ukrainian offensive is going from strength to strength. It, 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 there are people in Russia who are now saying that the West is actually behind this move, that they managed to get to Prigozhin in some kind of way, and that they've turned him against, um, against uh, um, the government, against Putin, against the Russian Ministry of Defence. I don't know that that is the case. All I can say again is that there are people in Russia who say it. There's talk about a stab in the back, and that kind of language, and Prigozhin is not going to survive this. I mean, that that is absolutely clear to me. Yeah, he's yeah. Putin has no choice. He's going to have to deal with this in in a very uh, se severe way. I I think the whole contract 
uh, issue, if, if that is indeed the case, then for me, it shows that Prigozhin, who's a very wealthy man, yeah. for him, it's not about money. He's yeah. very wealthy. Uh, it, it shows to me that he probably manipulated these Wagner uh, fighters so that yeah. he could you know, use the contract dispute, whatever that dispute is. We don't know the yeah. details yeah. of the contract. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the contract issues are with Wagner and them going into the Russian military, but whatever the, the issues are, that would mean that he manipulated the soldiers. He uh, he got them to to be angry about this this whole contract issue, so that they can yeah. uh, rebel with him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, that's exactly what. Any way you look at this, this is bad for Prigozhin. This is absolutely. really bad for him. Yeah, Absol absolutely. And I mean, he has he has been. I mean, this is this is at least what the Russian authorities are saying that he's manipulated the Wagner fighters. And of course, he released this video yesterday, which even I can see how he doesn't show what he purports to say. But he claims that the Russian Defense Ministry launched a missile attack on Wagner fighters. The Russian Ministry of Defense immediately denied that, even. People like Igor Girkin, Akas Strelkov, who also does not like Shoigu, said that this video was nonsense. Riba, which is this Russian collective of journalists, they did a breakdown of it. They said this video is nonsense. But clearly this is what he's been doing. He's been trying to get these fighters to come out to support him and to launch this attack, as I said, on the Ministry of Defence. Now, of course, he, can't, he cannot succeed because... Um, Unless he's prepared to use force, unless he's prepared to go out and start killing people, which, in fairness to him, he hasn't yet done, how can he succeed in a mutiny when the rest of the military and civil society and all the others are not supporting him? So sooner or later, this will peter out. Sooner or later, the authorities will move in. As I said, the government is standing firm. If I have to say what this most reminds me of, by the way, uh, in historical time, it was the attempt in the 1960s, in the early 1960s, by elements of the French military to launch a coup against de Gaulle in France, some kind of an uprising against de Gaulle. Uh, again, it basically burnt itself out. And de Gaulle actually emerged, strengthened out of, this affair, out of that affair. But it's the same sort of crisis that Putin is facing now. And it'll be a great test of his leadership, how he deals with it and how he reassures his allies in Delhi, in Beijing, in Ankara, in Cairo, in uh, Brasilia, in all of these places. And also um, how he um, handles the inevitable fallback from the West. Note that all of this is happening even whilst the Ukrainian offensive continues. And all of this is, of course, also happening, even whilst that Ukrainian offensive continues to go nowhere. Yeah, and uh, the great Robert Barnes, he says here, reminds me of Truman MacArthur, except Prigozhin wasn't a world-famous general in command of troops, yeah. and MacArthur didn't try to go home and occupy Jacksonville. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, Robert's uh, spot on there. So, I mean, uh, where do we go from here? Uh, my take on this is this has done a tremendous amount of damage to, yeah. uh, to Russia, to the Putin government. Yes. Um, and, and from a narrative uh, standpoint, uh, 
the collective West is, is going to absolutely eat this. Oh, they already. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Duda has already come out with statements. Um, yeah. I'm sure the Biden White House is yeah. is ecstatic. I'm sure the Oleski regime is ecstatic. I'm yeah. sure Newland is is jumping for joy. Yes. Uh, an, an own goal. A, a, what a, what an f up on uh, on Prigozhin's part. And you know, for yeah. me, I I chalk this up to 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 a man that went uh, that has a huge ego. Yes. Went mad. Has this huge grudge against Shoigu. And uh, he's he, he wants the the spotlight and the attention on, on him. I, I, well, I think and he I doesn't think want that... to let go of uh, of Wagner. I mean, this yeah. is yeah. this is such a huge error on uh, on Prigozhin's part and and on the Russian government's part because absolutely they should have dealt with this issue months ago when Correct. when when Artyomov's, uh wrapped up. They should have dealt with this, and they did it. Yes. And, and and one final point, uh, Alexander Prigozhin has been saying a lot of crazy stuff over the past month, crazy stuff. Yes, and no one's paying attention to it. And no, I no. think that 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 bothered him a lot, and it pushed him to this. I agree. Dream. I mean, one of the things, one of the things which I think must have driven him absolutely haywire, is that of course he was constantly predict- saying that you know the Russian army is corrupt, demoralized, the soldiers won't fight. He was making it look as if. You know, the Ukraine was going to succeed in its offensive. And I think this is one of the things that has also probably um, alarmed him and may have helped to tip him over the edge is that all those uh, all those predictions that he made himself have turned out to be wrong. Anyway, look, we'll have to see what happens. I think at the moment, the Russian authorities are trying to avoid bloodshed. I mean, they're uh, trying to avoid an out and out clash between their forces and precautions. But eventually, I mean, if this continues, they will have to take military actions and they'll have to try and arrest Prigozhin. And I suspect he'll be put on trial. And I suspect at some point within the next couple of days, um, this whole affair will have been, will have been, will have ended and Prigozhin will, uh, uh, will be under arrest and in prison. Assuming, of course, something worse doesn't happen to him. But all I, but in the meantime, as you absolutely rightly say, the political damage this has done has been tremendous and cannot be underestimated. Around the world, the West is already delighted. You correctly said the West is already delighted with this. They wanted regime change. They're getting regime change. And inevitably, as I said, this is leading to suspicions that they have had a hand in this. So that's what they're going to run with, that the government in Moscow is fragile, that it doesn't have the situation under control, and people in the rest of the world are now going to start to wonder whether that is true. So Putin has to deal with this firmly. He has to deal with this pretty fast as well, in my opinion. He's got, he made a, I thought, impressive address. By the way, um, just to say, his reference to 1917 was very interesting. And what I think he was referring to mostly there was not the event that took place in November or October, depending which calendar you prefer, 1917, when Lenin and the Bolsheviks took over. What he was referring to were the events of February 1917, when the Tsar uh, uh, was maneuvered into abdicating. And, of course, that happened following intrigues, 
we discussed those in our history series. Long-standing intrigues of people pulling the strings behind the scenes, trying to seize power, trying to gain control of Russia from the Tsar. And, of course, what he did instead was it provoked a collapse. And I think that is the warning Putin is giving. He's saying, we've been there before. We mustn't allow it to happen again. We can't, at a, t at a moment when we are at war, afford this kind of division. And I think that is going to carry a lot of traction with the Russian population. Yeah, this was a very uh, dangerous uh, action by Prigozhin, because you've got to imagine that the minute this happened, whether whether the West was involved or not, yeah. even, let's say they weren't involved. Let's say this surprised mm. them as much as it surprised mm. us. Let's just assume that. Yeah. You've got to imagine that when this went down, the U.S. embassy in Moscow just lit up. And whatever fifth column elements are around in, in Russia, mm. you've mm. got to imagine that they started to to contact whatever uh, sources they have, whatever uh, yeah. fifth column assets they had, and they they just tried to sow chaos right away. I mean, I saw it from a media standpoint. I saw the the posts that were coming out. Uh, Wagner that's shot down yeah. three helicopters, three well, planes. Right. They're yeah. moving on Moscow. I mean, yeah. you know, you for for the collective West, for the U.S. Embassy in yeah. Russia. Yeah. I'm sure that when when this happened, they were just like, okay, this is our chance. Yes, we're close to to a regime change here. That's exactly what. That's exactly right. And can I just say, I mean, you know, Prigozhin is giving you to. One of the things about Prigozhin, one of the most the the things he he seems to think, I have to say this, only about himself. He's consumed with his own grievances. He has shown no ability to see the broader picture or no interest in it. Um, now, that's, of course, assuming that he isn't in contact with the West. But assuming that he isn't, he is entirely wrapped up with himself and with his own ego. Now, Kadyrov's statement, if you actually read it carefully, makes exactly that point. He's contrasting, in effect, there. Um, Putin, who is calm, measured, objective, systematic, sees everything, takes everything into account. And, of course, the comparison he's making, the contrast Kadyrov is making, is with Prigozhin, who is utterly consumed by himself and doesn't seem to have any understanding or, or perhaps even care that what he's doing um, could bring the whole, you know, if it were to succeed, which, of course, it won't, could bring the whole structure crashing down on his, on his own head. But if you go back to 1917, that was exactly how the Liberals... And people like that were behaving within the Russian government. They they um, were so convinced that they would, you know, that they would take over from the Tsar that they just had no understanding of the implications, the long-term consequences of what they themselves was, were doing. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alexander. We said we'll go for about twenty minutes. We're at about twenty twenty-three three. minutes. Yeah. Well, we well, wanted to give this this quick update. What what else do you want to? Well, to could mention? we could we should we do? Should we, I, I mean, I I've I've pretty much run through everything I've personally wanted to say. If you want to give five minutes to questions? I'm, yeah, I'm let me go through uh, some yeah. some of the questions. I have five and, minutes. Five minutes. Then, yeah. then it and has we'll to answer be we'll answer questions on on a dedicated show. Yes, uh, that we will do. But let's just go through these really quickly and see what we can uh, knock yeah. out with. Uh, yeah. 
with regards to to this mutiny. Uh, a, a coup that's not directed at the leader of the country, it's directed at the Minister of Defense. It's so what a dumb bonehead move from yeah. Perg- I mean, really yeah. dumb, yeah. really reckless, really dangerous. Mm. Irish partisan says, are the current events in Russia similar to the French general's OAS coup against the Gaulle over Algeria? Yes, <laughs> that's the answer. I said that myself in the program. All right. Uh, Rafik says, kindly elaborate Putin's earlier speech reference to Anglo-Saxon hubris trying to dominate Eurasia. Uh, McKinder and the now reference. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. I think that is such a huge topic. That I, yeah. that, I mean, that would take I, a whole five let, let me try to get to some of the questions on, yeah. on Purgosian, specifically on Purgosian. Is Purgosian going to go down as poor man uh, Stenko? Stenkarazin was a uh, Cossack uh, leader who led a rebellion against the Tsar in the 17th century. And he was eventually defeated and executed. And Shostakovich did a very, very good cantata on the whole matter, by the way. Um, um, yes, you could say that, but I don't think, that, I mean, Stenkarazin became a, a folk hero for some people. I don't think Prigozhin is. Okay, uh, who's supporting Prigozhin? He is a military. Nobody is. I mean, some people within the Wagner organization are, and I suspect not all of them, by the way, but no one else is. I mean, he's completely isolated. Uh, command to crossfire, we are going to start seeing Wagner attacks in Russia in the place of the other Russian liberation armies. This is a disgrace. Yes, it is a disgrace. I mean, it, I mean, but I mean, you know, Prigozhin has been behaving in a disgraceful way for a very, very long time. We got a lot of pushback when we were saying that before. Well, I don't think there's anybody going to argue with that now. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I've been waiting and hoping for you guys to approve. Thank you, yeah. Command to crossfire. Yeah. Um, I hear that Michael uh, Kodowski is behind Wagner. Well, I have no information about that. I mean, you know, I, these rumors do uh, exist, but they're just rumors at the moment. Uh, Prigozhin isn't in this alone? Well, um, I don't believe that, because the, the question said the regular Russian military involved. I see no evidence of that. Uh, is Prigozhin stable? No. no, is the answer. I mean, I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. Ricardo uh, says mercenaries are for hire. Yeah, again, a lot of people are making that very same point. I, I mean, I, if if he has been bought by NATO to launch a coup, then he's a complete idiot. There were those yeah. articles that appeared. I, I think yeah. it was Wall Street Journal, which did say he was having communication with, with yeah. Ukraine officials. Yeah. Remember those articles? Absolutely. Of course, I remember them. People are bringing them up all over the place. And maybe he was. I mean, you know, I'm not saying this hasn't happened, but if it, if it was the case... Then he's an even then he's an even bigger idiot because I mean if even if he succeeds, the West will come after him. I mean they're bound to. Yeah, Prigozhin uh, is having a Colonel Walter Kurtz moment. Apocalypse now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. I do count on you guys. Thank you very much for that, Elza. Maybe this is face off. Prigozhin was exchanged with Putin's illusion. <laughs> Well, there's a lot to say about that, actually, but you know, for another time. Yeah, for another time, yeah. yeah. Uh, Prigozhin is now officially a traitor. That is yes. how he wants to go down in history, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, he's destroyed his reputation, regardless of what happens. Yes. I mean, his reputation is finished. Yeah. And Wagner's finished. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. I saw a meme, uh, Alexander, this morning, a meme where it had Biden saying that he's going to give uh, a few billion dollars in aid to Wagner. 
I mean, that's that's now the, the memes that are coming out about yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rocky looks says, didn't Igor Girkin say about the war in Donbass 2015, the advances of Ukraine army occurred after a mutiny of Cossacks to Ukraine? I don't remember this, so I, I can't comment on that. But I mean, it might have been, but I mean, I don't remember this. Putin needs to frame this as an attempted Western coup. He just yes, moved. he has done. <laughs> That's exactly what he's just done. Yeah. Colonel Kurt situation. Yes, very true. The Prigozhin got PTSD. I, I, I've said this, I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let her do so again. Okay. Uh, how do you communicate the enemy's plan to compromise you when communications can't be trusted? Go see them in person. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I mean, Kadyrov has already responded to this. If this is all an elaborate attempt to try and talk to Shoigu, then, I mean, all I could say is it's so overblown and so extreme that it, the damage it's done is even greater. <laughs> and uh, uh, Prigozhin is even more bizarre then uh, that would that would make Brigosian even more bizarre, even more crazed than he is if you accept that this is a mutiny. All the facts about it pointed to this being a mutiny. Yeah, uh, since the Russian army is doing so good countering the offensive, Prigozhin is jealous and wants screen time. Correct. This is it's exactly it is yeah. exactly what Alex was saying, and it's exactly true. Exactly true. Breaking news: It's happening in Belarus as well. I, I haven't seen that. I haven't heard anything. I have there. anything. Yeah. Uh, isn't this reason enough for Russia to go after decision-making centers in Ukraine? Well, if they were involved, perhaps. Huge amount of money found in Hotel Terezini. I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about that, General Jin. Uh, what about bigger mobilization in martial law? Might happen. Uh, uh, more likely now, I'd have thought. Good question. Does this remind you of the Turkish coup? Now, that was a real coup in Turkey. That was a real coup. That was, that was a real coup. This, this is not... They yeah. went after Erdogan yes. there. The only thing that makes this similar to a coup, Alexander, is just yes. that it happened on a Friday. Yes. Usually coups yes. happen on a yes. Friday yes. and they end on a Sunday one way or another. That's the yes. only thing. Um, yes. Watch the West criticize the punishment about to come with Putin as a dictator being fascist. Well, Jason's person, okay. And thank you very much for that. Yeah. Uh, any update on Gonzalo? Where is he? I, I, I no. did a small update on a video a couple of days ago on the Chilean yeah. embassy. They're trying. They're trying to help, yeah. Uh, Russia was dealing with it by removing Prigozhin as head of Wagner, probably learning it, probably learned it from Putin. PR bad, but ultimately not important. I, I, I disagree. I think it is very important because sometimes PR is important and we should never overlook this. Yeah. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, Prigozhin's eco side. How are they funded? Well, the money must have come from somewhere, and I, I've long suspected it comes. It came ultimately from the Russian Defense Ministry, and that's I think there's a lot to unpack with Wagner, and we're only at the start of this. Yeah, a few more, Alexander, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, if the Russian people react like people did in Turkey and rise up against Wagner in the streets, uh, they they are it seems they're already doing so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the defense battalions formed in Syria in the 1980s outside the Ministry of Defense to deal with the Muslim Brotherhood. After the war, they went to muck yeah. and they had to, to chop them. Yeah, well, that's fine. But I mean, you know, uh, does Russia want to be, you know, bracketed with Syria of the 1980s? I mean, that's the trouble. All that that's... diplomatic work, all that yeah. effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Estevan says, not sure who is taking more coke, Prigozhin or Lenski. 
did anyone think it took a really long time for Wagner to take Bakhmut? Well, uh, we've discussed that. I'm not going to re revisit the Battle of Bakhmut in this program. Yeah. Uh, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. True. Uh, Wagner had... Uh, Sudovikin did talk about this as well, and it, supposedly Sudovikin worked out the plan for Bakhmut, yeah, whether absolutely. it took time or went according yeah. to plan. Uh, you know, Prigozhin, real quick, Alexander, Prigozhin, he was... He, he, Bakhmut finished, and he was a hero. Yeah. He, he should have yeah. taken a six-month break. Absolutely. Left as as a hero, but yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't stop. No. Uh, what lands did Russia lose in 1917? Poland, Finland, the Baltic states, uh, um, what is now Moldova, um, um, areas in Belarus and Ukraine, substantial territories. Jason says, "Is this not what is this what not disciplining a spoiled child like self-centered, egotistical, narcissistic, short-sighted?" You have children, you know these antics. Absolutely. Well said, Jason. Well said. A lorry full with money was found near his office. Well, again, I haven't heard that. There'll be lots of stories like this. We'll find out. There's going to be a cleanup in Russia Erdogan style. Yeah, Good I point. think so. Yes. Good point, AD. Uh, this man has a suicidal bug in his head. It's a disease where the victim tries to die by any means uh, available. He's been begging to be put out of his room. Oh, yeah. Prigozhin said he will not obey. I, 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 I've just seen that. I didn't, I didn't see how he could. And can I just say, I mean, it wasn't an order addressed to him anyway. Very true. <laughs> I don't think Putin said, yeah, Putin didn't say Prigozhin. He said Wagner. No, yeah, absolutely. Speech. Yeah. I mean, he mentioned Wagner, not Prigozhin. So yeah. Prigozhin is going nuts or there's any manipulation for third parties going on here? Well, we don't know. But as I said, there are lots of people in Russia who think that, that, there, that there is um, this. And does, doesn't Wagner get uh, munition from Defense Ministry? Exactly. So how can they sustain a coup? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me, it was 100% for money, trying to get the contract. For, for the soldiers, yes, I agree with you, Raphael. Yeah. For Prigozhin, no. he's got yeah. billions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Stefan, thank you. Just a couple more and we're done. We'll wrap up. Mm. Thank you, Ivan, for that. Uh, one way to install Mi Mi Mizin yes, Mizintsev to put him in charge of Wagner in place of Prigozhin. It might even come to that if they decide to preserve uh, Wagner, but I'm not sure they will. Thank you, Stuff. Don't don't be worried. Everything will work out. PMC Wagner took control of all military facilities in Rostov, including the city's airfield. So, Mr. P, he might be flying somewhere. Well, absolutely, yes. I mean, the point is, um, clearly, as I said, the military were ordered not to try to fight Prigozhin at that point. And I think the, the military doesn't want to. Putin doesn't want to. He doesn't want to, you know, appearance of a civil war in Russia at this time. But eventually it may come to that. Yeah. Mercenaries don't work. Uh, professional militaries don't use them. Wagner was always a big question. And it has been proved. Well, sir, exactly so. JD, thank you for that. Uh, Kajan says, uh, back, Prigozhin West says, yeah, that would make us safe in the West. <laughs> Very true. And could this be just another Maskirovska operation within Russia? No, it's a short answer. I mean, uh, listen to Putin's speech. Uh, I mean, that really ought to have put that any illusions about this beyond any possible doubt. Tests ours. Blessed is he who takes no offense at me. Okay, thank you for that. Okay, Russia will survive this. Prigozhin won't. I agree. And finally, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, Prigozhin thought he can 
he can be always tolerated in his tantrums by the Russian hierarchs. Yes, and, and he was tolerated for far too long. And as somebody said, he behaved like a spoiled child, and he's now throwing a colossal tantrum, and he's breaking all the furniture and doing a lot of damage. Doing a lot of damage, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, Alexander? We'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you, everyone, who came out for this live. We just wanted to do a short live to just yeah, kind of update yeah. everybody on our thoughts of what's going on. This story continues to unfold. Uh, absolutely. Like, uh, so lots, lots going on. We'll, we'll, see how it, we'll see how it plays out over the next few hours and days. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, some people are saying it needs to be resolved by Monday. I wouldn't say Monday, but pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, Putin cannot allow this thing to drag on. So far, interestingly, there doesn't seem to have been any effect on the soldiers on the front lines. And uh, they seem to be going on doing their work uh, as, as always. Yeah, this has to be resolved by tomorrow, would be my, yeah, yeah. my guess on this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in on this Saturday, for taking time out of your weekend to... Yeah. To watch this on uh, this uh, update, uh, Alexander will have a full update on his channel. Yeah, uh, I have a video, Alexander, that I did very early in the morning before yeah. all of this started. Just gave my mm. thoughts. And so much mm. has developed. I don't know if I'll publish it. <laughs> Maybe I will, just so everyone can see my thoughts before Putin's speech and everything. Anyway, mm. and I'll do a video as well today. Yes. So we'll have a lot of content uh, going up on the mm. channel. We also have a video that we did uh, talking about the ZMPP before all of this happened. Yes. That'll go up on the Duran, so we'll put that up as well. Yes, Alexander. Uh, let's let's uh, try to enjoy our weekend and <laughs> keep an eye out on what is well, happening. On what's going on? Exactly. All right, everybody. Uh, okay. Thank you to our moderators. Thank you, moderators, for everything that you do. Take care. All right. Bye.